she's so fucking feminine and ladylike. She's such a fucking lady. Yes, I am. Hey ladies, and you are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, hosted by Miss Brownstone. If you are new, hit that subscribe button. Welcome to the family. And if you are old, welcome back, bitch. <laughs> Tonight we about to get into some juicy topics. Hey ladies. Y'all didn't expect to be hearing from me on a Saturday, right? <laughs> neither did I, baby. Neither did I. Okay, hunty. Neither did I. But sometimes... You know, things happen and you got to deliver. You know what I'm saying? You just got to deliver. Call me Pizza Hut Ho. Deliver. Only bitches. So, um, today's episode is entitled, What to Do When You Are Triggered, okay? And as always, I tell you how the episode came about and who inspired it and blase blase. So this episode was actually inspired by a listener who probably isn't a listener anymore. And that is okay. <laughs> Not everyone is going to stay, right? Okay. So, um, recently I did an episode, uh, called Are Big Women Worthy of Love? And when people heard the title of the episode, which I just, I think I just dropped it yesterday. So let me tell you, I go check it out, right? When people heard the title of the episode, a lot of people was in my DMs like, is this really a question? And what does that mean? What do you define as big? Everybody has so much to say, but what you're going to learn about titles, um, on podcasts, uh, titles on YouTube, all these things, they're clickbait. I'm going to put crazy titles. I'm going to put things that you're going to want to click on them and wonder what the fuck I'm talking about. So that is what it is, right? I'm not going to go too much into that episode because there is there for y'all to listen. And of course I want y'all to listen, right? So um, a lot of people have something to say about the title, but this one person in particular, she decided that she was going to slip and slide in my DMs. Okay. And she was going to tell me about myself so she thought right so um my cat is acting up y'all i'm sorry if i get distracted for a little bit so um as always i tell y'all all the time that my dms it goes down in my dms right so i tell people all the time that feel free to slide in my dms okay because it go down in my dms Ooh, hey it's going down in my dms all right so make sure y'all follow me on instagram at Miss Brownstone, that's M-S period Brownstone underscore, okay? And um, let me tell you what this listener had to say, honey, because she has some shit she needs to get off her chest. And then we're going to break down her her uh, her little uh, speech or whatever. Um, and then we're going to talk about today's episode because it was based off of her. So kudos to her, right? All right, so she says... This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, Ms. Brownstone. I have been listening to your pod for about a week, and I have noticed you have some animosity towards plus-size women. I heard your most recent podcast and a lot of things that you were saying is misinformation. Not, I am not sure how long you have, I guess, have been a doctor. Um, But saying obesity is a choice is very irresponsible and simply untrue in some cases. Big women are models. Big women are married. You dedicated this episode to big girls, but everything you're saying applies to women 
she put all, but women of all shapes. Not only are you spreading false information, you're giving us backhanded compliments. Will you lower your standards for a man? So why should a bigger woman? I knew you had pick-me tendencies, but come on. Just because you have a problem finding a six-figure man doesn't mean big women will. Clearly, there are some things you have to work you have to work I guess she didn't work on just because you feel like big women aren't desirable doesn't mean we aren't i know bitches that are twice your weight with billionaires and then she said i really enjoyed so i said she ain't listening anymore honey she put enjoyed but then again she might have meant enjoy because everything else she said in this bitch was wrong but we ain't gonna do that to her um <laughs> i really enjoyed your podcast but you clearly are insecure and it's seeping through you feel like you have to compete with other women, and that is sad. But she meant sad, honey. Um, and then she tried to spell check me at the end, bitch. I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some things. So usually when people say hateful things, you get what I'm saying, or people uh, talk out of anger or whatever the case may be, um, I really don't like giving negativity is five minutes of uh, fame, right? That's just not my thing. However, in this case, like I said before, if it's a learning experience, <laughs> if it's a lesson that can be taught, honey, I'm going to talk about it, all right? So, um, like I said, let's get into some things. So, um, I just want to touch on what she said because when she DM'd me, um, yeah, when she DM'd me, I didn't respond back and break down her episode, like break down her message because I just felt like it was no need to because of the fact that everything she was saying was a lie. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how I took it. Clearly when you when you're talking about certain things that people don't like or people feel as though it's directed to them and they're triggered, you know what I'm saying? When they're triggered, they instantly um, they just hear what they want to hear. They don't hear anything else. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to touch on that. So I didn't I didn't say what I wanted to say to her. But I'm going to say it on this podcast. One, because if I'm going to address a bitch, I'm going to get paid. <laughs> That's just what it is. All right? So um, I just wanted to address the fact that she said I have animosity towards plus-size women. And also that she's been listening to my podcast for a week. Okay? Um, if you've been listening to my podcast for a week compared to listeners that have been listening to it from day one, they know that I have no animosity towards big women. That's it. That's like saying I have animosity towards light-skinned girls. That's not what it is. I think that what you guys do, and you're, she's not the first and she probably won't be the last, is that y'all listen to someone who gives their own life experiences and tell you what they've been through. And y'all try to say, well, that's why you do things you do. And that's why you say that because you, you, this happened to you. Honey, I experienced racism as well. And I have white girls that listen to me. When they slide in my DMs, do I call them a white bitch and tell them not to talk to me? No. Do I say that they're less than me or they're a fucked up individual? No. You know what I mean? I experienced that. That don't mean I hate white people. You know what I'm saying? I've been bullied by big girls. Does that mean I'm picking on big girls and I hate big girls? No. So I'm using the racism part as an example of you cannot say that because a lot of girls that listen to my podcast are not all black. <laughs> There's more white people that listen, white women that listen, than there are black women. Yes, I said it. So to sit there and say because I experienced something, that's the way I am, the way I am, that's not that's not the case because it's called growth, baby. And as you grow, you realize that just because Becky may look like um, 
uh, Brittany that bullied me don't mean that Becky is Brittany. They're two different people, and they're going to treat me two different ways. So to say that I have animosity towards big women, that's buku crazy. That is not the case. That's just how you feel when someone is not on your team and when someone is not telling you what you want to hear. You get what I'm saying? So you feel, you feel that way. Um, she also said that she don't know how long I've become a doctor, but to say that obesity is a choice is very irresponsible. Irresponsible for who? Because it's not my job. That's one. Um, two, also, like I said in the episode, which I should go listen, I made it very clear that I am not a doctor. I am not a health physician. I am not a therapist. I'm not any of those things. But what I have noticed, because I have a family of plus size women, okay, um, what I have noticed is that usually when they catch their self overeating, it's because they're either A, bored, they're dealing with depression, some type of traumatic experience is going on with them. You get what I'm saying? It's like your house being a hot-ass mess. Your house is not a hot-ass mess just because you're a dirty bitch. No, it's shit that you're dealing with psychologically. You get what I'm saying? And that's what causes that. That's what I said. There are other reasons why people are obese. It's not because you're big-boned, like I said in the episode. So make sure y'all check that out so y'all can hear everything that um, I had to say. Um, she also mentioned that big women are models. Of course, big women are models. She also mentioned that big women are married. Of course. And I said all these things. I want to clarify the fact that I never ever in the episode said anything about thick women, curvy women. No, I said obesity. When I talked about big, I talked about obesity. That's what I talked about. And quite frankly, if someone is doing something that is not harming anyone, and it doesn't bother me, then why would I speak on it? But if what you're doing is unhealthy and it's harming yourself, and, you know, why can't I speak on it? The thing about this platform is it's my platform. And, yes, it's out here for everyone to hear. But that don't mean that you dictate what the fuck comes out of my mouth. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> okay. No ham, no bacon, no turkey. Okay. That doesn't work. So, yeah. Um... Backhanded compliments, girl, go listen to the episode because that's false. Um, but this is the part I also want to touch on. She said, would you lower your standards for a man? So why should a big woman? Like I said, people hear what they want to hear because I never said in the episode for you to lower your standards. Never said that. And I would never tell a woman that because that's what this episode, this podcast episode, it what this podcast is all about. I would never tell you to lower your standards. That's it. That's all. Another thing that she said is that because I have a problem finding a six-figure man doesn't mean big women will. Baby. I have standards and I have a filter, okay? All the men that I deal with now, <laughs> they make that motherfucking coin, okay? All right? And a lot of them have six figures. My problem isn't finding a six-figure man, okay? I have another problem. It's not that, okay? <laughs> and this is the thing, like I said, when people feel triggered, what they try to do is to uh, they get defensive, and instead of addressing why, and this is why this episode is called um, How to React When You Feel Triggered, instead of addressing why you feel like someone is attacking you, instead of addressing why that triggered you, you know, raised up some type of emotion, you try to deflect it and you try to attack the person that's saying it. So to make herself feel better about herself, she's like, because you have a problem, I mean, I'm going to have a problem, this, this, and that. You tried to use something that I told you against me but what you fail to realize is that if i'm on a platform honey 
and I'm telling my dirty laundry and I use this as my diary and I tell y'all the things I have to work on and blousey blousey, you can't use that to hurt me because I already put it out there, okay? I'm always going to Eminem you bitches, all right? It is what it is. I'm going to tell you my problems. I'm going to tell you where I fucked up at. I'm going to use it as a learning experience because I don't have... Uh, I don't have foresight. I have hindsight. I'm, I know I learn after I go through it. You know what I'm saying? So I use that to you. I use that as a teaching, uh, as a teaching, uh, no, as a learning lesson for you guys. Okay. As a teaching mechanism. All right. It is not something that I'm saying because I'm hurt by it. No, 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 no. It's something that I've realized that I have to work on and I need to use. So when you say things like that and try to use it back at me, you're not hurting me. So yeah, that's what women do when they feel triggered. When someone is saying something to you, or people in general, I'm not even going to say women, okay? People in general, when they hear something that they feel as though um, it hurts their feelings or it's directed towards me and this, this, and that, instead of them addressing the problem head on, they decide, you know what? To make me feel better about myself, I'm going to DM this bitch and I'm going to tell her about herself and I'm going to make her feel how she made me feel. Bitch, it won't work. What you really need to sit down and do is Sit and figure out why is this bothering you? Because I know y'all don't want to hear this saying, but this is so true. Only a hit dog holler. You get what I'm saying? Only a hit dog hollers. I'm going to bring that back one more time for the bitches in the back, all right? Only a hit dog hollers. Does that mean that people are going to say things that you don't think is true and that you don't like and you're going to get offensive and be yelling and arguing with them? No, that's not what that saying means. Does that happen, though? Do people say things that you don't like? And you feel like, it, it, you know, I have to tell them that I don't like it. But most of the time people say things that I don't like and people say things about me that's not true. I'm calm, cool, and collective because it's not true. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't bother me because it's not true. It's like a man getting caught cheating or you accusing a man of something. When you accuse a man of something that he's actually doing, of course he's going to get defensive. Oh, you don't trust me? You did it to start saying all the stuff that you didn't say. Oh, baby, you got a guilty conscience because I didn't say any of those things. You know what I'm saying? So... Like I said, only a hit dog holler. People are going to say things that you think is not true. People are going to call you. People call me a bitch. People say I'm insensitive. People say all these things about me that I know is not true. Do that mean that I argue them down and tell them and try to get them to see my point of view? The old me might have, but the new me, <laughs> this new and improved thicky, I'm not doing it with you, mama. I don't care because it's not true. But when you say something that I do feel as though may be true about me and it's something that I'm not willing to face, about myself because the truth hurts, okay? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply then yeah, I'm a holler. And this is what she did. When you are triggered, it's because that shit is true. <laughs> Something that that person said affected you. So when I talked about obesity, it affected her because she probably is obese. And it affected her because these are probably things that she think about herself and that she knows is true. She probably believes that her weight is what affects her dating life. Hey, <laughs> There's a lot of women that feel as though their weight affects their dating life. 
when I did the post yesterday, there is a poll that says, how many of you believe that your weight affects your dating life? 75% said yes. And the other percent said no. 75% is a pretty big percentage. You get what I'm saying? And that poll is still up there. The episode has only been out for a day. I get about a thousand and something plays in a week. So honey, go back to the poll later on to make you realize, well not make you realize, but help you realize that you're not, you are not alone. <laughs> okay. I am here with you. That's what this podcast is about. It's about realizing that you're not the only one going through what you're going through. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. Michael Jackson didn't make the song for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it come down to. So how do you react when you feel triggered? Trigger. You motherfucking right. I'm triggered. Okay. How do you react? And my singing is off today, y'all, because it's early. It's early in the crack, early in the morning, crack of dawn in, okay? And I ain't even wiped the cold out of my eyes. I had to just get on this mic because I have a podcast that I have to do out of state soon. So I got to get this out, jump on the road, because I'm making moves, baby. I'm busting sexies, as my um, my cousin like to say, all right? So, yeah, um, how do you react when you feel triggered? The way you react when you feel triggered is you need to figure out why is it bothering you. What is this person saying that's triggering you? Okay, um, like I said on live, and I'm gonna keep using myself as an example because I want people to know that you're not the only person in the world, and nobody, nobody's perfect. You live in, you learn it. Okay, no one's perfect. All right, so I'm gonna continue to use myself as an example, and for those that want to use that to shame me, kudos to you, baby, if that's what helps you sleep at night. But I'm sleeping real good in these silk blankets. Okay. With my silk pillow, okay? We've never cut up, okay? We've never stressed. So if y'all want to live like that, that's on you. That ain't on me, baby, okay? Um, so I'm going to use myself as an example. Like I said on live the other day, so make sure y'all follow me on Instagram. Because I do talk on live and, you know, communicate with y'all. And if y'all want to jump on my live too, because that was dope. Like I had a listener get on my live um, yesterday. And I was like, yo, this shit is fire. I might have to do that more often. Like, shout out to her. Um, so what was I getting in? Yeah, I'm using myself as an example. When I listen to feminine coaches, like I said, I'm not a feminine feminine expert. I don't. I talk about femininity, but I'm still learning femininity as I go as well. So it's not my um, my specialty. My podcast is dedicated to for standards, and we get into femininity and hypergamy due to the fact that the standards that we have, right? Um, I say that all the time, and I guess I'm gonna have to keep saying that repeatedly. I'm like a fucking broken a broken record, but um. So I'm not, uh, I'm not that, I'm still on my feminine journey just as well as you guys. So I'm not a specialist in femininity, right? There are coaches out here for that and I listen to them. So it was a lady who was a feminine coach and um, she made a little TikTok video. And she said, when women say that they're feminine, but they curse, is not feminine. And um, it triggered me, okay? <laughs> you motherfucking right, I'm triggered, okay? I was definitely triggered and I was triggered because it's something that I'm always being told. How are you a lady, but you're cursing? How are you feminine, but you curse like a sailor? Um, when I get upset, oh, I will tell you about your motherfucking self, and I will sound like a chick from the Bronx, okay? I go North New Jersey on your ass real motherfucking quick, okay? Um, so there's something that I had, and the reason why it triggers me is because I know that I talk about femininity on my podcast, and I talk about hypergamy, and I talk about having standards, but a lot of people listen because of the feminine chips, right? And a lot of people listen because they want to have high self-esteem and be confident in themselves and fix some things that they have to fix on their level of journey. And I'll be thinking to myself sometimes that, damn, when I talk about femininity, but I curse, do they think that, oh, they don't want to listen to me anymore because of the fact that I curse like a sailor and how am I feminine if I curse? Here's the thing. That's why it triggers me because I wonder if other people think that about me. And I wonder if these things are true. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it, it triggers me. And instead of me 
you know, when it first happened, I'd be like, bitch, I say what the fuck I want to say. You don't have to listen. Me now is like, okay, let me sit back and figure out why does this make me feel the way it make me feel? And do I believe this about myself? Okay, if I believe this about myself, how can I work on it? I need to take accountability for my fucking actions. Once again, when you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Make sure you listen to that episode, the accountability game. Because the truth is you have to really take accountability for the things that you do. Because things are not just happening to you. There's no such thing as bad motherfucking luck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, shout out to Miss Green. I had his math teacher back in the day. And um campus campus nine, which is what is campus nine now? Campus nine is STEM if you're from North I mean from North if you're from East Arch, New Jersey. I went to school in East Arch. So um when I was in campus nine, my math teacher name is Green, she used to always say to me all the time, because I never studied for my test, I never liked to study. I just thought I could just go in and wing it and I was gonna succeed. And not knowing that the little things that people tell you, teachers tell you is like big lessons in life that you end up learning the hard way, right? So she used to tell me all the time and she's like, Oh, did you study for your test? And I'd be like, no, but um, hopefully I get good luck. You know, you never know. Something might happen. And she used to always tell me, there's no such thing as good luck. Either you got it or you don't. That's either what it is. Either you know it or you don't. You know what I'm saying? And um, that applies to life. And the reason why that applies to life is because, you know, there's no such thing as bad luck. Either you did something to cause this shit to happen to you. Everything happens for a reason. And there's no such thing as good luck. You did something for you to have that good outcome. You get what I'm saying? So it is what it is, right? So I say all that to say that instead of me just feeling like um, I'm triggered by it and, and just being defensive, I had to really sit back and think about what the hell and why the hell did I feel this way and why is it bothering me? And then I had to take accountability for my shit and own my shit because me owning it and controlling the narrative and creating myself the main character is how I control the outcome that happens and that's why i said that there's no such thing as good luck or bad luck or anything like that um you control your story right so when you feel triggered what you need to do is you need to sit back in this episode like i said it's not gonna be long you need to sit back and figure out what is it that was said that triggered you um and do you believe that it's true and if you believe that it's true how can i fix it uh perfect example when people listen to kevin samuels people listen to fresh and fit and i would say something about both of them um when it comes to kevin samuels and the reason i'm using him because Y'all get y'all panties in the bunch when he speaks. The guy rests his soul. I love that nigga. He had big balls. Um, but when I talk about Kevin Sims, a lot of women got on his podcast, and they were like, oh, you hate women, and you have something against big girls, and this, this, and that, and blah, 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 blah. And you know what? You're probably gay, and this is your problem, and you're probably messing with these young girls, and da, 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 da. And y'all said all these things about me. Y'all would say, why, is your, why did your marriage not succeed? And, you know, are you married? And you've been divorced three times. You're not a good person. All these things. And when he says things, you know, and the reason why I do this is because y'all don't like what he has to say. Because it triggered you. And it triggered you because half of the stuff was true. And so when he says things that they don't like, when y'all called in, you know what I mean? You called in to hear what the fuck he had to say to you. You called in for his uh, for his uh, validation. You know what I'm saying? He didn't call you. You know what I'm saying? He dealing with his own damn skeletons, clearly. You know, he had to learn from his mistakes. And that's why he got on the mic and decided to bless y'all with his motherfucking presence and his knowledge, okay? And that's what I do here. Same thing. Um, so what was I getting at is that girls early in the morning, crack a dawn, and my brain everywhere, all right? So what I was getting at is they was triggered because the stuff was true. So when he said things that they didn't like because it affected them, because they believed it was true about their self, and they knew it was something that they had to work on, instead of them saying, you know what, Kevin, you right. You're right, my nigga. I got to work on that. You know what I'm saying? I do have poor judgment when it comes to picking men. 
I need to be held more accountable for my actions. I can do a better job at this. I could have went about this differently. Instead of you saying that and owning it because he's there to help you, because you called in, clearly you needed the fucking help. Um, instead of you doing that, instead what you do is you try to um, deflect it and you try to throw shade on his motherfucking parade, okay? You become the shady bitch, all right? Um, because you don't want to face your problems. That's just what it is. But guess what? When you when you alone at night, okay? <laughs> when I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall and in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call. Okay, when you alone at night, you in that room, you got to face your demons, baby. Not me. You the one that got to sit and say, damn, is that true? If I was to lose weight, would I have a bigger pool of men to date from? If I was to lose mate, would I be more desirable? I never said you wasn't desirable. I said you'd be more desirable. I never said you wouldn't get married. You would get married. My aunt is a big woman, and she's married. You get what I'm saying? My cousins, my cousins are big women, and they are married, okay? My mama is a big woman, and she is married. And my, are, are they obese? Not all of them, but they still married. You get what I'm saying? I never said you would have a problem finding a man. I never said you would have a problem keeping a man. Never said those things. What I said was, if you was to lose weight, would you have a bigger pool to date from? So that you wouldn't be stuck with somebody that you really don't want to be with. That way that you, okay, can get the man. Have mercy. Lot of mercy. Watch me now. You can get the man that you actually want and not settle for what you get. Okay? Does that mean that all big women are settling? No. Does that mean people are settling because I made that comment? No. But when you feel some type of way about yourself, because this is what it comes down to, everything is about you. All right, people like to say, oh, don't be selfish. No, everything is about you because that's why she felt the need to slide in my DMs and try to belittle me because it made her feel better about herself because what I said clearly made her feel like shit, right? So everything is about you and the transfer of energy. That's the thing people people don't want to admit it, but it's the transfer of energy. For example, when you were in a relationship and your man says some hurtful shit and he pisses you off and then he decides not to respond back, right? Because I, I do this. He say some hurtful shit, or we got into an argument, and I say some shit, and he don't engage in my in my behavior. I done threw a whole t- a temper tantrum, and he doesn't react to it. Now I'm mad. I'm mad as shit, and I gotta get this off my chest. I want him to feel how I feel. So of course I'm make little slick ass comments on Instagram. Of course I'm gonna keep texting him and blowing up his phone and being fucking petty. I want him to feel how I feel. That's exchange of energy because it comes back down to how I feel about myself and what he said. It may have been true, and it may not have been true. But it made me feel away, okay? In the words of Spice, I feel away. And that's what it is, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it comes down to transfer of energy, right? And so what I'm getting at with this is that, yeah, you're going to have people that are going to say things to you that you don't fucking like, okay? And when you don't like them because it triggered you and make you feel some type of way, you decide that you're going to go and take that energy and bring it to them and rain on their parade and decide that you're going to belittle them. But in reality, when you alone in the room and in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call, whatever LL Cool J says, you have to deal with how the fuck you feel about you. <laughs> I don't, mama. I don't have to do with that. So the podcast is not to bash women. The podcast is not to make you feel any type of way. The podcast is to bring awareness to you. That's what it's about. 
bringing an awareness to you and being like, you know what? I got to work on that. You know what? I could have did that differently. That's what it's about. That is what it is about, honey. Okay, so when you feel triggered, you motherfucking right on trigger. Listen to what, get your emotion. That's the main thing out of it when you feel triggered. Get your emotion out of it. Some of y'all get stuck on simple words. That's it. Let me explain. When I say broke boys don't deserve no pussy, I know that's right. Broke boys automatically hear broke boys. That's all they hear. They don't hear nothing else. They don't want to understand why the statement was made. They just hear broke boys. If I say I don't date a man that doesn't make more than me, if he doesn't make more than me and he wants to get at me, he feel hurt. All he hear is I don't date a man that makes more than that doesn't make more than me. Oh my God, she's coming for me. No, get you out of it. Mama, the world is not after you the world is not attacking you no one is out to get you okay i am not freddy cougar i am not chasing you mama i'm not here to do that i don't care that much you know what i'm saying because when i go home and i'm alone in my room and sometimes i stare at the wall and in the back of my mind i hear my conscience call i'm not thinking about you (laughs) i got other shit i gotta worry about and you ain't in it you know what i'm saying i'm on my silk pillows and i'm living lavish bitch so trust me (laughs) you gotta work on you just like i gotta work on me when i'm alone in my motherfucking room i'm writing a list of things that i need to work on and what i need to improve and you ain't in it real shit (laughs) real shit that's just what it is that's we need a button somebody um and here's the thing so I had a listener, this is a side note, I'm going to get back to the point um, in a minute, but I had a listener that sent me in some voice clips and stuff like that, and I'm going to use them for uh, for edits, like, uh, uh, for, um, what's it called, effects and stuff. I just met somebody, he's a cool dude, he has that on his podcast, so I'm going to ask him to maybe he can teach me and tell what I need to have, because that's definitely something I want to use, so that's why I haven't used the effects that y'all send in or whatever, but somebody sent in a voice clip to my email saying, real shit, say it just like that, real shit, because that's the truth, we need a button for that, real shit. Because that's some real shit, all right? Um, <laughs> but yeah. So you need to just get your emotion out of it. Get your emotion out of it. Y'all get stuck on little words, broke men. You get stuck on uh, 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 on obesity and plus-size women because you feel like you're obese and you're a plus-size woman. So you just feel like someone is attacking you. You don't get the message. You just hear that. You know what I'm saying? People get stuck on these words. That's just what it is. People get stuck on these words. But when you when you hear something that you don't like, right, you have to understand that there's other people's point of views, right? So you have to be able to understand why this is what it is. Don't just get stuck on that. For instance, the other day I was listening to um, a podcast, right? And it's, it's for men. I was just listening to it because I wanted to hear what the man had to say. And I wanted to hear my content is just like his content. And it is. And I was like, oh, shit. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? So it, it comes back down to it. It's not, it's not that I'm teaching you how to deal with men. I'm teaching you how to deal with human beings. And I'm teaching you um, how to deal with yourself and love yourself. And that was the same message that he was giving off. Um, so his podcast is called um, uh, Captain Saber Bro. I was listening to him. And he was talking about the, t- the five types of women to stay away from and not date, right? And, and he was talking about women that are alcoholics, women that are drug addicts. He was talking about all types of shit. And he said in his episode, stay away, stay away from women that drink wine before they go to bed. And, you know, I was a little triggered. I was like, what? 
bitch. I think like, fuck, what the bad? What's wrong with me? Why are you coming for me for? Why you do shit to you? I'm a perfect woman. And you know what, man, be blessed to have me because I'm the prize. But then I had to sit and think, why am I getting so defensive? You know what I'm saying? He don't know me. He don't know me. You know what I mean? Why am I mad? Who gives a fuck that he says don't date women that, that drink wine before bed? Matter of fact, let me listen. Let me get my feelings out of it and listen to what he has to say. So maybe I could understand why he said those things. And then I could figure out if this even applies to me or not. You get what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, come on. Let's be real here. So that's what I did. At first, I got I caught defense. I was, you know, I was triggered. And then once I heard what he had to say, I said, you know what? I can understand why he say that. Because those are some alcoholic tendencies. Vicky, are you an alcoholic? Do you drink wine every day before bed? No. Vicky, do you do these things that he said that alcoholic women do? No, not no more. But is he right for what he said? Did you behave like this at a point in time? Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, on to the next. Thank you for shedding light on that. Thank you for letting me know that's something I had to work on. I'm happy I worked on it. I'm moving in the right path. Good to know. Clap, clap. Keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? So that's how you react to things when you're triggered. It's triggering you because you believe it's true. <laughs> like I said before, only a hit dog holla. Okay? Holla. Holla if you need me. You always going to be my boo. Holla if you need me. But yeah, so to whoever she was that slid in my DMs, um, I still got love for you. You know what I'm saying? I got nothing but love for you, baby. What you say? I got nothing but love for you, baby. I'm probably going to send this episode to her just because that's just who I am. <laughs> and it's funny. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a petty bitch. You know? That's just what I do. Queen Petty. Patty LaBelle. But yeah, so I'm probably going to send this episode to her because I feel like she can learn something in this too. And that's what it comes about. It comes down to learning. And being a better person. Because you have to be a better you to level up, sis. And I want you to come on this level up journey with us, sis. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I still love her. Whoever she is. And um, I'm never going to come down on the neck, bitch. Because you got a problem with me. That's just not me. Now, if you come for me. Because <laughs> she damn, she came for me. She came for me, honey. Okay, and I didn't send for her. But she came for me. But me being the person I am, that's why I saw some people say I'm insensitive. I be like, I had to look at it and say, why does she feel this way? You know what I'm saying? Did I do something to her? Why is she speaking out of speaking like this? Oh, she's speaking from from hurt. She's speaking from this. So you know what? I'm not gonna come for her. I'm not gonna make her feel worse than how she feels. I'm not gonna do that. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna let her know that you know she's not alone, and there's other women that hear that, and there's other women that probably feel triggered, and um, it is what it is. Because I never talked about weight before. I never, that's why when she said you have animosity towards big girls, I'm like, what? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Um, If she would have said you have animosity towards light-skinned women, I'd have been like, I could see why you say that. You know what I'm saying? Because I talked about that on the podcast before. You know what I'm saying? But I never talk about big girls. I never talk about big girls. This is my first time ever touching on it. And it's just because you don't like what you hear and it is what it is. Um. So, yeah. Um, what was I going with this? <laughs> I get sidetracked like a bitch. I was I going with this again? Where I was going with this was that I had to remove myself from being snappy and understood where she was coming from. And then I had to say, you know what? I'm not going to be mean and drag her because there's no point to and leave it at that. I just like, you know what, honey? I'm happy you got that off your chest. Because that's a penny of that. 
Y'all hear her? She trying to escape the coop. She trying to get out the bird's nest. <laughs> she like, get me out of here. She opened the door. I'm not letting her out. She got to stay in this damn house because I got things to do. Um, But yeah, I had to really sit back and, and understand why she feel that way and get my feelings out of it, you know. For instance, when I talked about the plus size episode, um, of course, Nene, stop doing that. I'm going to put you in your cage, bro. Um, yeah. When I heard the, when I talked about the plus size episode, I didn't like what the girl said on the episode. I thought it was very disrespectful, you know, but was I as hurt as how a plus size woman or an obesity woman would feel? I was never hurt. I wasn't hurt like that because the shoe don't fit me, you know, did I feel that way? Yeah, but I wasn't hurt because the shoe don't fit me. And that's another thing, too. There's people that listen to my podcast. And when I say people, I'm going to say this. I have friends that I have lost because of the podcast, right? And like I said before, I never talked about weight before. This is my first time. I have talked about women that settle for less, women that date dusties and bums and, and you know, pick me women and things like that. I have talked about those things. And you think people don't feel triggered? They feel triggered because they, they know that the shoe fits, right? So I have had women that were my friends and they hear an episode and they like, Oh, she called me a dusty. She called me a dust bunny. She called me a pick me. She said this about me. And, da, 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 and she called me a drunken monk. And all these things is they like, she said this about me. I never said your name. The reason why you feel triggered is because the shoe fits, right? But the thing is, you're not the only one in the world that's dealing with this. You know what I'm saying? So instead of them being like, you know what? She talking about me. And I'm I need to sit and listen, you know what I mean? Or I need to choose not to listen, whatever the fuck you choose to do. They come at me with the anger and they wanna drag me and they wanna, you know, uh anonymously call my phone unknown come on calls and curse me out and tell me, Oh, that's why your ex boyfriend had a baby on you. Bitch, I know. I, I put it out there for everybody to hear. <laughs> like just like you tell me, Oh, just cause you can't find a six figure man honey. <laughs> I said it. And I never said I couldn't find it. <laughs> That's not what happened. I know what my problem is. But do you know yours? You get what I'm saying? I know what my issue is. Do you know yours? And are you working on it? Are you going to fix it? You know what I'm saying? That's like somebody saying, Vicky, you're an alcoholic. You drink too much. You get drunk and you get in your feelings and you spaz out. I knew that about myself. And I fixed it. But what do you know about yourself? And are you willing to fix it? That's the question of the day. Stop being having your panties so much in a bunch and really sit back and analyze the situation and say, hmm, is she on to something? Is Ms. Brownstone on to something? Is this something I need to work on? Was she Is she right if I was to lose weight, I have a bigger pool to depend and date from? Is she right? But don't lose weight just because you want a man. Like I said before, you can get a man your size. You don't have to change nothing about yourself and get a man. Would it be the quality of men you want? Might not be. But you you can get what the fuck you want and stay as you. But when you become a better you, you get better options. Mm. Food for thought, okay? Um, and the last thing I want to touch on, which I'm going to make an episode about it in its own self, is that she had made a comment and said that I feel as though I have to compete with women. And that said, what she meant to say was sad. Ooh, you see, she don't, I bet she gonna hear this and she not gonna like that I did that to her when she did it to me, you see? But two rights don't make a wrong, but two facts make a dead ass. Can I get a yurt? Let me stop. <laughs> the podcast is entertainment purposes, you guys. Yes, it's here to teach you, but it's also entertainment. So come on, 
get your panties out of the fucking bunch, bitch. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so what I want to touch on that, because I said in the episode, I said competitions at an all time high. Yes. Competitions at an all time high. What I mean by competition at an all time high, I'm not telling you to compete with a woman, but what I'm telling you is that whether you know it or not know it, you are competing. It is what it is. So I'm not saying that, oh, you want Bobby and Bobby's talking to little Kim and you got to compete with little Kim or compete with Kim to get Bobby. I don't know why I said little Kim, but um, you got to compete with Kim to get Bobby. So you checking out how she dressed and you trying to one up her. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about it like that as a competition. I'm not telling you to fight a woman, fight, fight a woman for his attention. If y'all listen to the podcast from the beginning, go back to the foundation. I said, you never fight for a man's attention. Never said that either. Never said that. When I talk about competition, and I'm saying the competition is all all time high is because there's more women on this world and it's on this world on this planet than there is men. Okay. And when men are of high quality, they have options. So if a man of high quality have options and he is single, okay, single like a Pringle, that means that when he decides to talk to you, he is not just talking to you. You are not the only, what is my cat doing? Girl, get down. You are not the only woman that has his attention. You are not the only woman that has a chance at being the girlfriend. There are other women talking to him. So how do you stand out from these other women? I'm not saying check out the other women and try to one-up them. But what I'm saying is be the best person. Be the best version of you. Show up as your best self that's what i'm saying show up as your best self so that when you do enter the competition knowingly or unknowingly you don't feel no type of way because you are the best you so if he chooses not to deal with you oh well at least you was the best version of yourself okay and you were able to bag pull date and uh attract someone of the type of quality that you want. Okay? So competing with a woman is not me telling you to go out and one-up her and try to have the best dress in her or, you know what I mean, so worried about her, this, this, and that. No, I'm saying be the best version of you because whether you know it or not, there is competition. Just like a man has to compete with the other men that are trying to get you when he's pursuing you, he wants to show that he's the best that you have out of all the options, so you should give your all to him and blonzy, blonzy, or whatever. It's the same thing go for women. See, the problem here is that y'all not used to nobody telling you this. That's the problem here. Y'all not used to no one telling you, well, he got options, and you ain't God gift to a nigga. Mmm, that don't feel right, do it. That don't feel right. I know it don't feel right. It burns you up inside, doesn't it? Because guess what? At a point in time, it burnt me up inside. You know what I'm saying? And it was something I had to deal with. So I know, I know, speaking from experience, that you feel some type of way. I know that you feel the way. And it's okay. But that's what this podcast is here for. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's here for. So, yeah, I'm about to wrap this up. But I just want to touch on that, you know, because it's the truth. He got to compete with other men to get you. And you have to compete with women to get him. The difference is men are not saying it. Men are not coming out and letting it be known that he got Lakeisha, Latanya, Cookie, and Tracy trying to to get him. 
okay? They not letting it be known, okay? Men not letting it be known they have standards. Men not letting it be known that this is what the hell they willing to tolerate what they ain't going to tolerate. And if you do this, they going to cut you the fuck off and because they have options. Men aren't letting it be known that because they want to get your pussy. You feel me? And if they let it be known that they might not fuck. But the thing that you got to realize that men real that men know is it's a competition to be his girl, but it's not a competition to fuck. He'll stick his dick in you. And one time is fine with him. <laughs> That's it. In the words of Drake, one time is fine with me. You know what I'm saying? But that don't mean you become wifey. You know? So, it is what it is. Y'all not used to men saying it. Y'all used to hearing women say, oh, because I got options. And fucking with you is an optional, nigga. But she say, I got options. And fucking with you is optional, nigga. Okay? <laughs> and if you got a problem, I'm going to find me a nigga way bigger. Men feel the same way. <laughs> it is what it is. You're not God gift to a nigga. Okay? And just like that man is not God gift to a bitch or a woman. It's not that's not the case. You feel me? <laughs> Everybody is replaceable. Mmm. That hurt, didn't it? I know. It's okay. Put a band-aid on it and get over it. So, um, yeah, I'm wrapping this up. As always, ladies, keep it classy. I look forward to hearing from you guys next time. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Miss Brownstone. That's Miss M-S period Brownstone underscore. Y'all know how some Miss Brownstone don't fucking play with me, sis. And, um, stop being triggered. <laughs> or be triggered. But figure out what you need to do and work on it, okay? It's about self-improvement over here. Mwah.